Thank you for joining us. This is Famous Roots. I'm Eric. I'm joined with the wonderful Dow. Thank, so thank you. you so much nice for being with be us here. as kind of giving you the rundown of what Famous Roots is, kind of going over your history, your successes, your background and working with many influential people. My first question is, where are you originally from? I am originally from California. I'm a West Coast girl uh, born in the Bay Area um, and then married a Hawaiian, moved to Hawaii, had my daughter there, moved back Um Farmed in Oregon, and then from Oregon, where I was for 17 years, an animal control officer. Decided, you know, you get old, that stuff hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then it was, I wanted to become a full-time tattooer. What brought you to the East Coast? The need. Really? <laughs> it really was. It was kind of the hype of the Miami Ink craze. Mm -hmm. um, Kat Von D was very hot. Um, but didn't live in Miami. There right. wasn't really a residential female tattoo artist in South Beach. Mm. So I was asked to come. Interesting. Have you ever done anything like for um, like Ink Masters? Like have they ever come out to you and whatnot to like be on their show or do their competition? No, I'm, I'm kind of a introverted extrovert <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an adhd thing but so no i don't really go you know looking for something like that everything my path in life has been i'm so blessed right and things just tend to open if mm -hmm. i'm brave enough to walk forward so it did kind of start with, um, I was working at Lucky Tattoo in South Beach. Okay. At the time, they had three locations. Um, and it was a project that was being pitched to MTV and which I started working with CeeLo Green. Oh, okay. Um, and then it was from there, that project, we decided both he and I kind of mutually went, all right, this, this isn't really what we thought, <laughs> you know, eight hours of video footage right. to garner a one hour episode. Uh, that's a lot. In doing so, they got to kind of know me and, and my work ethic and what I'm doing. And so then my name got passed. Okay. And then that's kind of how uh, I met this other tattooer named Duel, who used to do some tattoos on Wayne mm -hmm. and knew that Wayne wanted a female artist to start, you know, getting into some other parts. Right. And, um, and that's kind of how that clicked. I worked with him for about a month or two and then we just hit it off. <laughs> if you could recall, how many tattoos do you think you've done on Lil Wayne? Gosh, we, we kind of did this guesstimate before and it, it's, it was quite the count, but. Roughly, we are guessing about 300 on his body. Average time span, how long do you think his like sessions were? Uh, probably about anywhere from a real quick 45 minutes to about two hours. Okay. Like, we, I was almost at the hit factory <laughs> as a full-time job. And he would fly you out randomly, too, right? You bet. We all lived there in Miami, so I was either at the hit factory, at his home, or wherever he was, and he needed that little mm -hmm. bit of, you know, I, not only does he love tattoos, right. but I, I think there's something about the endorphin release right. that gets things going. Right, right, right. So, yeah, anywhere. I, I would literally get a call from CJ. Hey, Joe, can you get on a 
plane in two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it like in his on his shows, like if he was touring and everything too, like before shows, after shows? After shows. Really? Yeah. I was on tour uh for a good portion of the I am music. Mm -hmm. I'm still music and a couple dates on his third tour after that. I was so lucky to be with him from 2008 to 2015. That's awesome. So I really feel like I I got such a good, you know, you get he's to... had an amazing, right. amazing long career. But I sure did get a really fun chunk of it. <laughs> I was going to say, you got the peak, like a good portion, because he was everywhere. Every yeah. single hit was Lil Wayne is yeah. either it's his song or featured. He treats his crew like gold. Right. So I got to experience things I, on any other format, would not mm -hmm. have. Got to be there when he was at the Grammys. Awesome. Um, yeah. Would you, um, would it just be Lil Wayne or did you do anybody else within uh, Young Money? Oh, you bet. Uh, in anybody's, you know, some nights I'd go out there and he just, uh, oh, I'm busy. I'm you know, he's either recording, right. he just wasn't feeling it, but he wanted me there. And you bet if it was, hey, can you hit up da-da-da, you know. <laughs> um, I've done a couple on uh, Birdman. Took Drake's tattoo virginity. <laughs> I did. That's awesome. I did. I what did was his Drake's, first tattoo? Um, it was the lyric to a song which had just come out, and it was, if I die today, it'd be a holiday. Oh, wow. And that was Drake's first tattoo. And then underneath it, we put his shouts, his OVO reps up. Oh, that's super YMCMB. Cool. Did you, like, in when you were with him doing all these personal tattoo, you know, side jobs or main job, I should say, did you hear, like, a lot of, like, crazy stories or, like, inside stuff? Like, you know, let's say, like, Lil Wayne or Drake or any of anybody part in partnership of Young Money, they're... Um, hey, we're going to do this collab or we're going to do this song or anything like that. Like, did you ever hear like their inside stories that? Not really because my focus was on what I was doing. Right. And typically I would be set up in his sound booth. Okay. Like just right. very quietly behind, <laughs> behind the shield. But that's kind of where I would sit. Um, in my wait times at, at the time, uh, she would kill me. <laughs> Uh, but Regine was little girl. She was just a child. And her and Birdman's daughter would come in and sing me songs and do little performances. <laughs> they were adorable. Um, but no, uh, I, I think mostly in, in hearing him talk, Wayne is an intelligent man who would be down to do collaborations with anyone right. who's going to do a good Good job. Right, it, right. You know? So that kind of thing. I know he was very open. Mm -hmm. Heck, I was his <laughs> tattooer. Like he could have picked anybody right. in any shape or form. And it was me. So. And you said when you first got introduced, it was because somebody introduced you through like a mutual partnership kind of thing. And they yeah. gave you like the contact information. They called you just randomly or was it uh, like all set no, up? No, I was uh, working at, at Lucky Tattoo. Mm -hmm. I'm on the second floor at 11th and Collins right there in downtown South Beach, putting the key in the door at midnight. And Bless, who was Wayne's first PA, mm -hmm. um, came up. Had the Escalade parked downstairs, kind of weird. 
straight. I know I'm on a microphone. You can't see it. But did that head to toe glance and went, you're exactly who I'm looking for. At midnight, bro. Come on. So it was, uh, okay, I'll be here tomorrow. If you need a tattoo, come back and right. see me. And he's all, no, I've, I've been sent here to pick you up. Uh, little Wayne wants me to take you out to his recording studio. <laughs> oh, does he? You know, like, and, and I'm just a kind of a natural born skeptic. I'm in South Beach. Right. So, you know, it kind of went around for a little bit just because this guy's vibe. You know. So finally I go, well, do you have a business card or something? And he's like, no, <laughs> I don't have a business card that says I'm little Wayne's PA, but, and then he just kind of, okay, this isn't going quite like I had planned. <laughs> So he goes, look, Wayne would like you to come out to the hit factory. They've asked for you by name. But if you don't come, I am going to go try to find a female tattooer who will come. Right. <laughs> well, see, now there you go. That's probably how you should have approached me. <laughs> and off it went. And awesome. um, I, I literally called my boy Sergio and went, Okay, take down this plate number. It's a black Escalade plate number, blah, blah, blah. If I'm not in the shop tomorrow, call the cops. <laughs> no cops were needed, and, and a seven-year career started right awesome. then and there, and it's been a beautiful thing. And going based, you know, going off of your career with um, tattooing for Young Money, how did that affect your life as a whole? Like, you know, oh flying God. around, all this, you know obviously money did, did that also boost like your business yourself like did people once they find out like you know oh you're young money's tattooers i want to get absolutely i would love to say that no every <laughs> client who has come to me is strictly come because of my sheer talent <laughs> not the case no of course no this has been this has opened doors that i didn't even know had knobs on them like Right. It really has. Um, not only has it made me grow as a human, it pushed me to limits that I thought, wow, I, I didn't know I could tattoo under those circumstances. Um, it's definitely was not easy work. All right. Easy money, easy anything. But Wayne's success comes because he is all in. Mm -hmm. And that's what he showed me. You can do whatever you want all in right and so and and that's what he expects if you work for him he wants it all but he gives you it all back right so right that was really awesome to see how broad thinking how determined his work ethic pushed into me even more than i thought i had right. already you know <laughs> and how long was it from your very first um like start into tattooing and then right after you got into young money like was it a couple of years was it pretty fresh off uh, a couple of years just a couple of years i'm gonna say three years a two-year good apprenticeship a year oh, in wow. the shop and and boom that is that's quite right the, that that's is quite the career that <laughs> it really is and then you know through contacts through him mm -hmm. other opportunities it's it's yeah, let me go where I want, experience right. things. Are you still in touch with any of them? 
Um, sure. Like his his still and long term, and she started I think a year or two before me with them. Marissa Flores is who is Wayne's personal stylist mm-hmm. who makes him look so fly. <laughs> And I love her to pieces. Yeah. She's awesome. like one of my besties. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, you know, we get the, when you tattoo somebody's birthday on their arm, you always have to send them a happy birthday. <laughs> You'll and, never forget. I made an incorrect butt dial and called them before. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, sorry, boss. That's not what I was trying to do. Have a great day. <laughs> How about for yourself? Do you, for your tattoos that you have? Have you done some on yourself or most of yours? Single thing I can reach. Really? Yeah. If I could reach it, I've tattooed. Well, I, I think I have trust issues. I'm not going to confirm that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I just, I'm a big baby and I hurt me less than everybody else hurts me. I was going to say, is a pain tolerance difference if it, you know, you're doing it for somebody else? I don't know why. It's not like I can, I have to go exactly where you got to go to make a good tattoo. Right. There's no lighter or deeper. You're going to mess it up. Right. You know? But no, it, it's better. What's the longest session you've done on yourself? Uh, hour and a half. After that, I'm a crybaby. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't like them anymore. They hurt. Yeah. Um, but uh, the one on my forearm, that's Wayne's autograph. He did that one himself. Oh, that's awesome. That that's was a good fun cool. night. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> did you have to tell him to like, go easy or, or did no, he just grab it and go? If anything, he was super nervous and I had to tell him to go because he stopped three times <laughs> to go, am I hurting you? Am I hurting you? And I'm like, no, you got to just stick it in and go. <laughs> but then once he figured that out, ew, Picasso, right. there you go, Picasso. That's incredible. I only have three on my arm. Um, hopefully it's going to work towards the sleeve and we'll see where it goes from there. But I know someone. I know someone right in front of me. <laughs> there are long sessions I've had. There, are, I think every single one I've had have been at least three plus hours. Three hours on a big piece. Yeah, but that's about where I think it's a good spot mm-hmm. to stop. Right, Your body wants to start healing. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, my my skin gets spot. completely raw, and I'm like, all right. Well, halfway through, at an hour and a half, I'm like, okay, I'm hoping we're almost done. I look, I'm like, oh, he's got so much more to go. <laughs> Mac Main, president of Young Money. Right, he's got wings. From top of his shoulders down to his waist, we did seven straight hours at his place. That is crazy. I was dying. I couldn't imagine he wasn't dying. But right. it's Mac. You right. Know, so he, he had it. Yeah. But, oh, <laughs> no. The last yeah. time I did my tattoo, there was somebody doing an entire back piece. And I can't even imagine how long that they were even there. I think I could be wrong, but if I'm my memory is, you know, is right. I think he was there for 12 hours. I think he was there for 12 hours. Yeah. See, your skin does, I mean, that that's so hard to even envision right. because your your skin is an organ. Yeah. And it is straight telling you to get off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once, because I remember when I got the um, my pyramid tattoo, I remember feeling he was by like the... I don't even know what you call this Ditch. area. Yeah, like that area. But like I looked and he wasn't. It just felt because my skin was so raw. He was over by like kind of the mid forearm area. That's what happens yeah. here too. So I was completely blown away because I'm like, okay, that really hurts. He's like, he's like, that area hurts a lot. He's like, I'm not even at that area. And I looked at it. Oh, my God, you're not. How those little nerve endings, yeah. <laughs> wherever they wire to is right. what you're going to feel. I would say probably the most painful part that I've gotten tattooed is probably the 
underarm of the forearm. I think that's like the most like sensitive of my skin. Like so you elbow. don't have your ribs. Nope. You don't, don't have, have the ribs. ditch. Don't have your calf. Nope. Just okay. the wrist kind of. A little bit of the wrist and then a little bit of the elbow area. Well, it can get better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a little bit about Fort Myers. So you came to Fort Myers in 2014. Yes. So I had Wayne's body pretty done. Mm-hmm. Now, just he's always going to want to go back. Right. And just touch, touch, touch. But but yes, as far as coverage, um, and then it was, okay, I, I've just never really been a city girl per se. And though Miami is, I think, the most beautiful city I've seen, I'm more of this. I'm right. kind of a small town girl. And so someone had kind of said, well, you should go check out Fort Myers Beach. Because I pretty much grew up kicking around Santa Cruz. Right. So that little surfer town, you know. And Not now I'm older, so I paddleboard instead right. of surf. But um looking for that, you know, that little beachy haven. And I came over with my daughter to spend a weekend, kind of scout around. And it was kind of love at first sight. Awesome. It really was. I just was, it's like flat Hawaii. <laughs> Pretty much. Flat Hawaii. Right. So I, I came over and it has been just the most welcoming, small community really stick together that's blowing up <laughs> and then when you see catastrophe right. hit right boy it it just amplified of course it was crazy tragic right um i went through immense survivor's guilt was this your first hurricane you've ever been through no but the first one that took everything right. away mm-hmm. yeah because when i was here i was i lived during 2014 and 2021 was sort of through Irma. I was in Orlando at the time when Irma hit. And then that was pretty much the only hurricane, really. I was on the beach for Irma. And it took lights out. Right. Made everything really pretty. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was so different. But nobody, again, we just didn't anticipate what A direct hit, yeah. Yeah. How this happened. Um, But I came over, lived on the beach, um, got to meet the most wonderful people, the Hannons, Bill mm-hmm. Hannon, who owned Fort Myers Beach Tattoo. That was the very first tattoo shop ever opened on the beach. Really? Yep. And that's the one by Hoosiers or yeah. was by Hoosiers? Yeah. He had that shop for 31 years this year. Okay. Um, He wrote about 70% of all the legislation for tattooing in the state. Oh, um, wow. Amazing man. And his beautiful wife, Teresa. Um. And so had the privilege of working for them and just even fell in love more. Mm-hmm. Really anticipated this will be the last place I right. work. Like right. I'm going to work for them until they don't want to do this anymore. Right. So, um, no, I was working Tuesday morning, the 27th, had a noon appointment, um, got into the shop. We had it all boarded up, called my appointment. They said, well, we were staying at the Leaky Tiki and they evacuated us. So I'm like, oh, okay. It was just barely a breezy afternoon, you know. Okay. So I called Bill. Okay. Well, my two appointments aren't here. And he's all, well, then just go ahead, lock it up, go home. We'll see everybody on Thursday. So I grabbed my two tattoo machines, nothing else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me pick up some of the electronics and put it on the counter there. That's safe, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and we really thought we had appropriately battened right. down the hatches. 
um, I left there with my two machines and not one other piece of my equipment. None of us did. There's mm-hmm. The owner, myself, and Tony Gaither, another amazing work. Um, and it was, yeah, just straight hit the front of that building. It didn't look that outrageous because some buildings were just gone. Right. Ours, at least, was semi-standing mm-hmm. there. The back was gone. And everything was almost to the back bay. That's incredible. Like, it just bulldozed through and kept on going. Poor Hannons, they had put so much. I mean, Bill had three shops. He had dwindled them all mm-hmm. down to that beach shop right. only in just, like, the last two years. And... Of course, they they lost everything with not much recourse mm-hmm. and so many people in the same boat with insurance, and they were one of them. Right. So they are not looking to rebuild. So now I'm, you know, since September, essentially unemployed, kind of doing some VIP work. But so now I'm thinking maybe I just could get my own hands dirty and dig in myself. Right. So everybody just has to follow me on my Facebook or Instagram page, but there's going to be some big things happening mm-hmm. because when every door slams shut, there's going to be opens. something amazing right. exactly. that comes of it. When you guys took, you know, the first glance at the the shop, were there was there anything that stayed that you know when you lock, you know, came back and locked it up? Was there anything that stayed at all, or was uh, everything just like wiped out? The first visit was absolute overwhelm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just. Like this. Right, right. <laughs> you just couldn't even think of what you right. wanted to say or feel or... You didn't know what to expect. It, it was the most surreal situation. Mm-hmm. Didn't see anything. Like, everything was just piles on piles of what is that? And then even to try to get close, oh, well, there's somebody else's nail-filled boards upside down, like, in the right. sand... Every step you took, there was some other piece of debris. Mm -hmm. So we kind of left it for two days. Then we came back again. Bill had said out loud, boy, if I can find anything, I just want blue and blacky back, Mm -hmm. which were these two ceramic, wouldn't think that's going to work, ceramic food dogs that he had had for since the 70s. Mm-hmm. Big ceramic food dogs. Everything is gone. I kid you not. We went back and in his wife's piercing area, mm-hmm. which is no longer even identifiable, right. we see like, like an ear sticking up. Now we're thinking that's the ceramic head mm-hmm. of Blackie and that's just what's in the sand right there. Both of them were together. Now, they were on pedestals in a whole nother part Mm -hmm. of the shop. Mm -hmm. They were side by side, buried in the sand, not one crack. They got both of those back. That's insane. Right? That's insane. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) And I was so happy for him because to just... So humbly, I mm-hmm. just want two ceramic food right, back. Right, I'm so g- glad that God gave those back. That's like, so cool. Yeah, it really was amazing. But yeah, then you know, yeah. your brain does those little checklists of 
all my tattoo awards. <laughs> right. I'll never see them again. Right. You know, there's just I, on it. a lost and found page, Bill mm-hmm. got two of his awards back. Really? Yeah. Oh, Don't wow. even know where they were found, but somebody had posted them. I believe these belong to Bill Hannon. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right? That's crazy. Yeah. And that kind of stuff is going to be turning up, mm-hmm. you know. Of course. Yeah. There's not one piece of anything except for something like that. that mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And when, you know, being in Fort Myers Beach, that most of the coast, obviously, on this side got hit the hardest. And then parts of downtown Fort Myers got hit. Areas of Bonita Beach got hit. Did you go kind of look around the area and check, you know, check it out a bit? Or were you kind no. of just like, you know what? Yeah. No. The emergency needed to get in right. there. There were lives mm-hmm. lost oh, yeah. so that's what needed to happen there was no room for a looky-loo or wondering we right. knew it was gone right and that's all we really needed to do so then you just back off and you let the professionals do what they have to do and then once that's done then we roll up our sleeves right. and we all jump in right 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 and that's where we're still at six months later is mm-hmm. just still getting dirty trying to dig it out right yeah and like i said coming in to Florida saying like all the work that they're still doing houses still with blue tarps on them with roof damage and everything. It's there's lots of work to do around here. And if I can mention any way for people to help. Right. um, uh, FMB strong Mm -hmm. FMB Mm -hmm. strong is um, charitable and trying to give back and doing so much. Um, They are on at eight twenty buttonwood. And they are open Monday through Thursday um, to ex- to receive donations, mm-hmm. and they are still needed and wanted. So if anybody wants to contribute either monetarily or through definitely food, blankets, all you know, anything. any kind of anything, mm-hmm. um, FMB Strong, look it up, and and that's where you'd want to go. As well as Beach Baptist, right? Pastor Sean, Pastor Mally are doing great work out of our church. Um, which was also, it's slated to be, demo- I mean, it was hit equally hard right. and they're still running mm-hmm. uh, the market and, and donating and giving and giving and giving. Right, right. <laughs> if you look up beachbaptist.org, um, there's a Zelle and a, a Venmo way to contribute. Definitely. The, um, the beaches themselves, I mean, they're, I don't want to say they're open, but people are on the beach, but you can't still go in the water, correct? Or there's well, kind of like a little like weirdness there. The locals are not going to go in the water. Right. <laughs> One, we, we're still dealing with red tide, which has been right. pretty horrible. I, I was walking on the canal edge yesterday and there's still cars and scooters and golf carts. So six months of seats of everything that's in that mm-hmm. water, it, it just... When houses get ripped off, there's everything. Right. So, yeah, I wouldn't walk barefoot on the beach because that debris that was so deeply embedded, mm-hmm. it, it's there. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. So it looks pretty on the surface, but boy, scratch that surface yeah. and it wants to bite you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike. It's, it's crazy to see the, you know, and, Again, me and my wife, we moved back to Chicago. We see everything, like all the memories we had here, all the buildings that we used to go to, you know, date nights, you know, going to the beach, the restaurants, just hanging out at the Lani Kai even as well. Right. And like just seeing all the devastation around that whole area is just crazy. And then 
you go, you know, just a little bit inland, a little bit more, and you see both in marshes and some of the trailer park areas are just completely gone. Kind of, it's exactly it's just the nuts. red coconut. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. Well, and now it's kind of a tear. It still looks like that, and it still wants to break your heart. Right. But then you look again and you see the food trucks. Right. And you see all and the you support. you see Yo Taco. Right. And it's. It's going to come a, back. It's going to come back right. strong. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all those people going, hey, this was our home. And yes, it exactly. got hit, but we're not running away. Right. Exactly. And yep. We're They're going to build that better. Bigger mm-hmm. and better. And, and we'll be there. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be there. The Margaritaville is another exciting thing that they're building. <laughs> yep. So. Lots of lots of big stuff coming in Fort Myers Beach. Absolutely. But um, so going back to your, you kind of mentioned it earlier, right before we kind of talked about the hurricane. Um, your upcoming uh, projects and everything that you have. Are there any possibilities of you owning a shop, or do you want? Do you like kind of doing like the the introverted, like not introverted, I, but like the yes, in, in, no, introverted I, work here and there. Like people will hit you up like, Hey, I don't want this. Or, Everybody who knows me has heard me say for years and years, I don't want to be an owner. I just want to be a worker bee. I just <laughs> love tattooing and everybody is, you know, it's the owning part just never really, I like to be able to get up and go and move. Right. And, but there comes that time too, where sometimes you're just going to have to say, if you want it done, you're going to have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel pretty close to that's where I'm at. Right. Yeah. I'm not ruling it out anymore. And, and I, I am starting to turn that and uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple months, but I'm feeling pretty hopeful. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to see. Yes, please. Have you on Instagram, so I see everything that you post all the time. So yep, once I see, once I see that, <laughs> exactly, <months. laughs> that'd be awesome. Um, and then, uh, you know, going back to like your days in Miami, you know, you said you're not a city person. Um, when you came from California, you, you know, being on the West Coast and East Coast, a lot of people always say, and you know, being from the med- Midwest myself, it's a kind of a culture shock down here. Was it at all? You know. There's lots of different, you know, especially being a tattoo artist, you're going to see so right. many different type of people. You know, uh, is it kind of a culture shock when you first came here? Or were you kind of used to it? With- I don't, I wasn't really used to it. I mean, California, yeah, but I don't know how to describe it. No, it wasn't like a culture shock. It was just a, wow. It was a good yay. aura. Yeah. Wow. Yay. So many of so many. Mm, like, right. I love differences and. Right. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just exciting. For me, I would, you know, people have always asked when I was 18 coming down here, if it was, you know, because Florida at the time for me, it was always a vacation spot. But I've always told my family, like, I'm going to move to Florida. I'm going to school to Florida. Like, that's what I want to do. And then when I came down here, like, it wasn't too, like, I was homesick more so than I was, like, culturally shocked down here because there's a lot of Midwesterners around here. So it kind of felt homey a little bit, but. See, and that's what I didn't know anything about. Yeah. So, like, when I came down here, I mean. I knew of Fort Myers. I didn't know how very heavily Midwest presence there was down here. Because you see, like, the tags. I mean, the snowbirds come all the time. But you see the Michigan plates, the Illinois plates, all the plates around the Midwest. 
The Spinal Armor Smart System is a unique patented solution unlike traditional back braces. Spinal Armor offers customizable lumbar support and compression without restricting movement, making it perfect for work, sports, and everyday activities. Spinal Armor is made right here in the U.S. with high-quality, breathable materials. That means it's comfortable to wear all day, and it's discreet under clothing thanks to its low-profile design. With rave reviews for pain relief and support, the Spinal Armor Spinal Support System provides an unmatched solution for free movement and improved posture. Find your perfect fit and experience the freedom to move like never before at SpinalArmor.com. And Spinal Armor is offering Famous Roots listeners 20% off on their website. Just use code FAME at checkout. That's F-A-M-E at checkout on SpinalArmor.com. Going back to your tattoo work, what are some of the strangest tattoos you think you have done that you can recall doing wow strangest perspective give me parameters of what you think is strange <laughs> um is either location content i'd say a little where bit of both. i was yeah. tattooing a little bit of both like the location on the body and okay. the the content of the cre- the tattoo itself okay um on the f- fly one that i just wasn't expecting was wayne's song that the lyric is the gun on my side Mm -hmm. when he did the grammys that was changed the gun on my neck Mm -hmm. but he didn't have a gun on his neck so that's how i ended up at the grammys (laughs) and literally he was going to rehearsals coming back to have me tattoo a six-inch gun on his neck. Really? And that's how he ended up with that big old gun right there. <laughs> um, that was a, a what? Wait, we got to do what? Or what? <laughs> um, so that was that was kind of interesting. Um, I Tattoos for people can really become therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Where they're doing more than just putting an image in their skin. Right. They're healing something. Um And so sometimes, and because there's that small amount of discomfort, it tends to make people want to kind of purge thoughts and feelings. Right. Almost like being with a therapist. Right. So I've gotten some interesting audios myself as I'm (laughs) tattooing. And um, so I've, I've heard some interesting healing stories. But one, and I hope it doesn't seem... This is me. Um, (laughs) I tattooed a a man that had come to see me and I tattooed a handcuff on one testicle. Really? With the chain going up over his penis (laughs) with the other handcuff on the other testicle. That's so... So before I I'd even kind of agreed to doing it because when he said he wanted handcuffs, you right. know, that could almost be. And again, it is not my job to judge, but right. as a human being, we kind of put images. Right, right. So I think he just saw the look on my face like, please don't be that guy. Please don't be that guy. <laughs> and, he, and, and he was French and he goes, you know, I, I can see your concern. So let me explain. I recently conquered testicular cancer Mm. that was like stage four. Right. Like he really thought he wasn't going to survive it. Mm -hmm. And the impact was he would no longer be able to 
achieve. Right. Um, and so he felt shackled, mm. but he was grateful to be alive. That's actually really interesting. Right. right. Wow. And and it changed like the perspective. Oh, right. See what happens if I was gonna be judging. Right. You know. <laughs> and and I was completely humbled and mm-hmm. honored that he, he wanted me to do that. Right. It, it just switched the entire image of it. So that to me definitely burned up, burned in. Right. Like, everybody's got a struggle right. we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And it's always crazy because you know when I got my tattoos, I've had people come up to me and they're like, "But why? Why do you want that?" Because that's what I want. I want. Exactly. I like the art. You know? I've had people go, well, doesn't it have to be meaningful? Exactly. I've gotten that too. Um, no, sometimes they just make me smile. Yeah. I have a teddy bear with a Jason mask and an axe. <laughs> and that little bugger cracks me up right. on the worst days. So, yeah. No, meaning is all relevant. Like it right. can be something little. Um, um, you know. Tattooing Wayne definitely had had its adventures. Like mm-hmm. when when someone says I want a full body suit, you don't always calculate they right. mean a full body suit. Like right, the right. entire soles of his feet <laughs> are covered. So you know that's always like. Have you wow. done like those eyeball tattoos that people do? I don't know if that's actually a thing. That's so almost just. Uh, I don't even know how they get to call that tattooing because. In tattooing, we are using a pigment mm-hmm. that we are merely putting into the dermis layer. That they are injecting like an ink. ink in between a membrane layer and the eyeball. That's giving your eyeball a shot. Right. That's not even tattooing. They're not over the eye surface. So that's. Have you ever had somebody ask for that or no? No, I have not. That's and not, I'm grateful. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think Again, I can. Again, I do don't want to be judgy, but no, thank you. Eyeball things freak yeah. me out. They did when I was an animal control officer. They do as a tattooer. Eyeball things. Yeah, I don't think I could ever do that too. I mean, the weirdest tattoo I probably, but I don't think this is weird, but like, I think the most random place for me, because I just want sleeves, possibly a chest piece maybe back you know sometimes i think about like do i want my calf or do i want my you know on my leg anything like that those are probably like the weirdest ones for me yeah i, I never think about having leg tattoos but like i see some like on other people i'm like okay those look nice i look at me i'm like oh, i can have a leg tattoo just see seems and weird. i think they look odd. i mean i to me it's what shows mm-hmm. we do sleeves because we wear short sleeves and right right we live in florida right Right. You show those legs. <laughs> and you decorate exactly. them. <laughs> what would you say to any artists or upcoming tattoo artists, like suggestions and, you know, just like your expertise and everything and your skills that you've done, like for anybody that's coming up into the tattoo world and, you know, they may be hesitant or, you know, they this is what they want to do, but they've never experienced or they have no right. experience in it. No fear. Don't cower. (laughs) There's a lot of bullies up there. Um, Really is just be fearless. Mm -hmm. Go for what you want. Put 100 into it and do it with your heart more than your head. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get put in the right direction. And then does the, you know, as a tattoo artist, do you have an 
every tattoo artist is a little bit different, but do you ever have moments where somebody's like, Oh, I want to get this piece. And I'm not saying it just on the placement, but like the, the art that they want, do you ever have to tweak it up a bit? And you're like, you know, maybe this might look, look better. Or is it because this is what oh, they want? 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's, that's what you're hiring me to do. Is right. Take your image and make it worthy to be seen forever. Right. So as an artist that, that's supposed to be in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. To, I love your ideas. I see where you're going with this. Because a lot of times what people see on paper can't that's even right. transfer onto skin. Right. It's the paper's never going to move or shift, have cells mm-hmm. change. Um, your skin does. So gaps have to be wider. There's certain things that are just that's how you have to, t- and I have always considered myself a tattooer, right? Not an artist, right? Right. You know? I know that part. <laughs> Does the um, what kind of style would you say your tattoo, your work is? Do you have like a certain style you, you kind of cater to? Thanks to coming up in Miami, there's no such thing. Really? Um, there's so many tattooers mm-hmm. that I think if you know you're just one laning it, you're limiting yourself. Right. So I've really tried to be very open and get good at at a variety of things. Mm. Now, some things are going to be more new, you know. Right. So, but like, um, no, I'm an adventurer. I love trying all the new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything from Trash Polka, which came up a few years ago and was so popular, and Watercolor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that became so fun. Right. <laughs> So there's lots of things. I love working with color. Um, I love working with fine lines. I love doing Polynesian pieces. Mm-hmm. For black and gray, I would say my favorite is like doing Polynesian or Hawaiian style tribal. And for color, anything that has lots of details, mm-hmm. just let me dive in. Has there been a piece that you've been offered to do, but either you couldn't do? Or it was, I don't want to say too difficult, but like too difficult, I guess, in lack of I, terms. Outright, I don't do portraits. You don't do portraits. I do not do human portraits. I'll work on animals mm-hmm. because I, that's, right. yeah. Is um, it because you don't? I would never want to put something on anybody that isn't amazing. Right. And I'm, I, it's not in my skill set to mm-hmm. make an amazing face. To be that person, it's all the little, you know, the shadow on the side of his right, nose. Or, right. And those are just things I haven't mm. studied or, you know, dove into enough myself to right. be good at it. I feel like if I were to be a tattoo, I mean, I have no artistic ability at all. But if I ever were and somebody came up to me asking for that, I would probably make them look like a caricature. Caricature. Yeah. I can't yeah. say the word. <laughs> caricature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I have no problem saying Nope, I, I'm not going to do right. that one for you. And it's not to be rude or snobby. Mm-hmm. It's if I don't think I can knock it out of the park, I'm not going to put it on you. Right, right. And then do you, every piece that you do, do you always post it? Or are you post no. like your favorite ones or um, just ones you want to show off? Or Yeah, I, I guess it like depends. Sometimes you're in that super social mood. Right. And it could be the three waves I just did. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You know? <laughs> And some days you just feel, oh, I'm just a little more chill. Or it was just a more personal piece for that mm-hmm. person. 
so it feels hard to want to celebrate it right. publicly if it was something big for them. I'm I'm an empath, so I tend to wear a lot of whatever that person's right. feeling. Right. And and that can get kind of heavy sometimes at the end of the day. And that's mostly when I'm not posting it is okay, they just had a heavy story to go right. with that. And we're gonna just let them own that. Right, right, right. And then for your, you know, other kind of tattoos is, you know, I know you mentioned the ones that you've done on Wayne, but is there anybody and not by name, but like, is there any work that you've done like here in Fort Myers or just anywhere in your career that you're, that is your, one of your favorite pieces that you've ever done? Mm. It could even be on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love doing mosaics, mm -hmm. like, like tile mosaics. And uh, there's a man in Oregon who has a full shark down the back of his calf from the pretty much the well of his knee down to his Achilles. Mm. I loved doing that. That was like a six-hour piece. Did, it hurt? Did he say it hurt? <laughs> um, again, when you get to any of them, no matter where they are, and you hit about that four-hour mark, from right. four to finish, it hurts. It just and it was hurts. a straight-through six-hour yeah. piece? He didn't take a break? Um uh, Probably, or you didn't take a break? <laughs> probably a potty break or a drink, but no, not more than like a five minutes up and stretch. Get oh. yourself right and get back at it. But yeah, when you're coloring, like there was probably a few hundred tiles. Right, <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. But wow. it, but it's just so, you know, it just looked fantastic. Um, the showgirls on Wayne's hip. Mm -hmm. I love those, but those Nobody sees. We never see. Right. Somebody sees, but it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. It's not you. Uh, but um, and well, you it seen was, it once when you did it, <laughs> right? And that's about the biggest one I've ever done on him. Next to really? that gun was yes. It's like a whole collage of showgirls, mm. like Vegas style showgirls, and it was just dope how that put together. And what was the inspiration behind that? Why did, when he came to you, he's like, this is what I want. And did he have like a story to it? Or did he just say, this is what I want? No, sometimes it was just kind of a, you know, I, I know he likes the girls. Mm -hmm. um, and they were pretty and he had just come back from Vegas. He was watching a, I think he went to Vegas for a fight or something. Mm -hmm. And it just had that image in my head. The space was perfect. It was just one of those odd things that just kind of boiled out of me and, and he would pretty much show me a space and say, well, this is what I'm vibing. Sometimes he would know what he want. Most of the time mm -hmm. it was a get something here and right. let me see what you're thinking first. You I'm know? assuming that showgirl one was like tattoo 125 <laughs> <laughs> out of 300 right. plus. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Like, I don't even know if I could ever do a 300 tattoos. I'm, I'm a wimp when it comes to pain, but like I can tolerate certain pain levels, but. 300? I think I put like probably like 13, 15 on his face. That's insane. Yeah. That's so crazy. Right. But he has like, his stars like mine and they glow under a UV light. Really? Oh, that was a fun one doing for the I'm not a human being video. Mm. So the lips on his neck in that video that glowed nuclear, those mm -hmm. are my daughter's. And then we glowed up all his stars. Really? For that video. And that was fun. Like, obviously, that tattoo is where, but like, does the, the, the uh, UV part? Mm -hmm. I've checked mine recently. Like, I have a big blank spot right here that has a big 13 in it. 
Okay. And I've checked it recently, and because I don't sunscreen like any other right. tattoo, the UV would damage it, and it does look like it doesn't glow the same. Oh. But that's probably 15 years old, too. Are you going to touch that one up? So um, I don't even – now, in Miami, because there's so many clubs, right? <laughs> I tattooed a lot of UV on, on girls that worked in the clubs and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But uh, there's not so much of that activity out right. here, so right. <laughs> kind of a supply and demand yeah. thing. <laughs> I've only seen a couple of UV ones, mainly yeah. on the, like you said, on like club people. Yeah. yeah. And the particular pigment I was using, which was the only one I felt very safe with, it was developed by, basically it was an offshoot from the Fish and Wildlife Department. Mm-hmm pigment they used to hit salmon to right. show what was wild and what was farmed. Right. So that was the safe one. It was the only pigment mm-hmm. that was USDA certified, right, basically. Right. So, yeah, because you'd have to be very careful with anything like that, that they weren't mm-hmm. slipping any type of phosphorus. Right, right, right. And I, I'm pretty sure Florida has some pretty strict tattoos, you tattoo bet. laws. You bet. Mm-hmm. And yep, we support them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a timeline on when you think you'll be done tattooing? Ori do you think you're just gonna I always will do this until part of my body says, "Girl, you're done." <laughs> it's so fun. Right. I love it so much. Like it's almost my own therapy as much as it is the person getting a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like it just lets me do my little ADHD hyper focus. Right, right. All those things that I want to do naturally, it lets me get that out. Do you ever get so antsy? I love it. Like in the middle of one? Like, do you ever, like. No, but that's why my tattoos don't go more than three hours. Because <laughs> that's when I start getting antsy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've really kind of kept it where that three hours and under per session. Mm-hmm. Um, I do do pieces that are larger, but they're with. Folks that are okay with coming back in two right, weeks. You right. Know? And that keeps it comfortable for everybody, including myself, which mm-hmm. is going to let you get the best art and the mm-hmm, best experience mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. So, um, no, until my hands or something says, nope, this is too complicated. This is what I'm hoping to grow old doing. Right. This has been awesome. Like, great conversation. This has been yes. awesome. I appreciate it. I'm really glad that I had you on. I'm happy that it finally happened because I know I've been hitting you up since. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I hit you up since after the hurricane. I appreciate your tenacity because I know I was hard to get. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, things happen. Life happens. So hurricanes happen. Hurricane hurt. Yep. 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 So I'm glad that this happened. Um, everybody that will be tuning in, I hope that they check out your page. They start hitting you up, and then you are a busy bee. God bless. Stay mm-hmm. strong. Let's get through this and see that rainbow on the yeah. other side. From sharecropping to pot stills, America's only black-owned farm-to-bottle distillery is using their fourth-generation farm to create world-class, award-winning spirits made in the heart of Arkansas Delta. And they're doing it with sweet potatoes. Yes, sweet potatoes. Their sweet potato vodka has been racking up awards, including double gold, triple gold, and best of class. Find them online at DeltaDirtDistillery.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Delta Dirt Distillery and see why they're named the 2023 Arkansas Tourism Attraction of the Year at this year's Arkansas Governor's Conference. Must be 21 and up to drink. Please drink responsibly.